You're listening to Napa Valley College Now on NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us once again here on NapaBroadcasting.com. We're going to spend a little time talking about Napa Valley College in this program today, and more specifically, the new student-centered food bank that is here on the college campus here in the Little Theater Building. Joining me to tell us all about it, I'm joined by Ben Casada, who is the coordinator of student life here at the college, and Brianna, who is uh, the secretary of student life here at the college. Thank you both so much for coming in. Thanks Thank for you for having us. Appreciate it. Ben, first of all, tell us a little bit about how this came about and, and really how you determined and how uh, the students determined that there was a need for this. So basically about two and a half years ago, we had a couple students coming in um, asking for money. Um, they said they um, had been a few days since they had something to eat. And so um, we had a couple granola bars in my office, and so I gave them to them. Um so that they could have something to eat. Um, and over the course of a couple weeks after that, um, we've had a couple students come in and asking for food. So um, I decided to keep my office filled with granola bars and water. Um, so if any student came in and had a need for food, um, I would have stuff available. Well, word got through after a while that, you know, there was snacks available for those students in need. Um, and so I started getting a little bit more um, of students coming in asking for food. So we decided to create uh, a emergency food resource pantry in my office um, that would have, um, we'd have like a full meal for them, which mm-hmm. is like water, granola bar, snacks, and like either um, one of those top ramen bowls right. or uh, some of those quick, quick ready to eat meals. Um, and we did that for the last two and a half years, and we've noticed exponentially students coming in with a need. So we started doing a survey, um, and we did that survey, and we were finding out there was a lot of students that were, A, weren't aware that we had that in our office, um, and also were going to school hungry um, because they were making decisions between um, having to pay rent or buying food or having to buy books um, and buying food or having to pay Gas for, for the car to get here exactly. or whatever, right? And stuff like that because it's like you know it's expensive to go to school, um, and as you know, the Napa rents just keep rising, so they have to you know put more money into those things. And so, unfortunately, it gets to a point where some people it starts to become a decision between having to do things um, and having to eat, mm-hmm. um, and so. Uh, after we did the survey, they definitely found out that there was a need, that we needed to have something that not only emergency short-term to help students, but long-term, which they could take groceries home and be able to prepare you know, food for themselves for the whole day as opposed to just getting that one meal during lunch. Was there any effort to direct them to the food bank that already existed here in the community, not the, the college community, but in Napa? Uh, here at um, the school, we had no information beyond my office Mm. that directed people to the food bank. Now, financial aid um, would give them like an email to contact them. But as for actual pamphlets and papers, we really didn't have that resource. Mm -hmm. Um, We had them in my office because we do student resources ourselves. And so a lot of external resources, we go through my office. And so it really wasn't promoted beyond my office in there. And even the awareness of, of students in need 
never really went beyond my office um, until the last couple of years when we were making, um, we were involving the classified and staff and teachers. Um, they had a luncheon at their uh, get together uh, before school started and I put information out on their tables um, saying that um, enjoy your meals. Um, which were provided by um, the faculty and staff, but I understand students are, are needing help. So if you can contribute to the, the upcoming food bank, it would be great. How did you begin to put the food bank together, Brianna? Talk a little bit about that, how it all started to come together and, and, and being a full-service food bank, which essentially it is now. I kind of I started work in May, and so Ben was kind of talking about the food bank was going to be up and coming. And then a couple weeks in, he's like, "By the way, we're going to get the food bank. Everything's ready. Let's go down and see it." And it just in very short time had switched from an idea to everyone is in it, and we're going to just all get it together. And it's actually really really nice. Mm-hmm. And the food that's in the food bank now, where is that coming from? How is that provided? So we were lucky, and we created. Um, a mutual agreement with the county of Napa and uh, Canvi, which is their their food program, uh, food bank, um, had offered to supply us with um, grains, wheats, cereals, the basic necessities, cans of beans, vegetables, um, and w- for no cost. Um, so they said we we want to we we feel there's a need for students and sometimes they're not available to go to the other food banks so we'd like you to be that station and so they agreed um, and we agreed that they would supply us with those um, with those things there's only a couple things that um, we don't have available to us and that's dairies and meats mm-hmm. and so what we've decided to do is um, work with our district auxiliary service um, here on, on campus so that we can have the ability to get financial assistance from donations or if somebody wants to give us a grant. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use those monies to, cre- to purchase the things we can't get from the county, which is meats and dairy. Right. Um, and so that we have everything that you can need. And the food bank is set up a little uniquely than the food banks you see around, is that we don't give you a bag of groceries and you take what is in there. We have actually, we call it a shopping cart style, which is basically you grab a shopping cart from our front desk and you go shopping for what you need. And there's a maximum amount what you can in all the shelves that tells you you can get the most for the month um, of things that you can get. And they can pick and choose what they want. And so we're not having a situation where things are being given to people that they don't necessarily want or and right. not keep. So um, it's totally set up so that you're going to a grocery store and, and picking out the things that you need. And Brianna, talk a little bit about how many people have been coming in and really what the need is now that it's up and running, what you've seen. In the very beginning, we had a lot of people enroll, and we have a lot of returning people. You do have to be a student in the current semester enrolled Mm -hmm. in at least 0.5 units. For the summer, we do have quite a few returning students, and I'm expecting fall will be a huge amount. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really nice to interact with all the people. We have the people who continuously come back. They're always really excited. They're always really thankful, and it's actually... Kind of a great experience to see these people their eyes just light up and they're like now we don't have to worry about this one lady cried and gave me a hug and i really like that interaction with students and we're taking one part that they no longer have to really worry about or put less worry to yeah. they can afford other things like the student came in and now because we gave them food for two weeks they're able to put gas in their car so they don't have to drop out of their classes and 
investing in people's futures is always really right. a rewarding experience. What have you learned since it's been up and running and you've been interacting with the students? What more have you learned about how great the need is? A lot of people still don't know. So I have people, this one lady who comes in, she's like, I have a walking class. I'm telling all my uh, fellow students about this program. And a lot of people are like, I had no idea. Like, this really helps me out. So word of mouth has been really, really popular this summer in getting uh -huh. information out. And so a lot more people who, you know, I don't want to go to a food bank. Like, it seems almost like a negative. We're taking away that stigma. And a lot more people feel comfortable. And they come into our establishment, and they feel they're welcome. It's really welcoming. The items we have are really, really amazing items. We have a lot of organic items, which people are responding very well to. And we're taking away that stigma, so more and more people are coming. They see it as less of like a food bank, but more of like a food program, like an assistance program, and they're responding very well. Mm -hmm. What about capacity, Ben? I mean, how many students can you have accessing it before it, it becomes a, a strain? At this point, we really don't know at this point. What we're doing is we're definitely gearing up for a huge influx of students once fall comes in because the greatest need for students is usually the first month of when the school starts right um and then the last month uh, when finals run around those seem to be we've been tracking student need for the last two years um so we've we've noticed that we get a huge influx at the start and then it kind of tapers off a little bit and then it gears up again and we've been able to qu quantify that with most students are usually having financial aid, but it takes time for financial aid to kick in um, when they're going to school. So you have that little gap between school start mm -hmm. and financial aid. Um, and then towards the end when final, financial aid money may um, not be as much available because the students use it all, then towards the end it starts gearing up again because of the need. And so capacity right now, uh, we have a high capacity to handle students once the school starts, but this is all new territory for us, right. so we're not quite sure. The good thing is is that we are capable of being supplied every week from the from the county. So even if we start running low, the worst case scenario is we go a few days a little low, but then we're going to be flush full of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I think surely. Uh, King, who is my contact with Canvi, um, can either has suggested that even if it gets midweek and we don't have enough, um, that the particular things we've run low on, she can have the truck come out and uh, deliver it to us mm -hmm. as uh, on the next day or the next two days. So um, we do have a support structure in case we get just overwhelmed, um, but we we don't know how quickly. Because um, we're really going to pull out advertising and really kind of blow that out. Like I said, this is we just opened the right. um, the food bank uh, this last May, so it's a little hard to know what the we'll know what the capacity is once the fall, once starts. The fall starts. We just don't know what it is at this point and how quickly we can respond. We do know that we have a quick response mechanism, so. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be that's going to be the big thing. Great. What's required, Brianna? What's required from students in order to be able to access it? What do they have to do? Currently, we have they have to fill out the Napa Valley Food Bank application, just giving us their general info. They do have to be a student enrolled in the current semester in at least 0.5 units, and that's about all the requirements we have to access it the first time. We are going to be asking that students enroll or at least try to enroll in FAFSA. Normally, when people ac need access to the food bank, right. they also maybe not have enrolled in FAFSA, and we want to try to give students as much financial aid and help for continued 
like education. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only thing currently that we have. We're talking about other things in the future, but currently, I believe, Ben, mm-hmm. that's all we have yeah. as requirements. We, um, this one is not a requirement, but it will be uh, a uh, resource that we're going to be adding to the food bank, and that's CalFresh application assistance. Mm-hmm. And um, CalFresh, if you're not familiar what it is, is kind of the food program by the state. Right. And so usually most students who are going for financial aid or um, a low income uh, get a certain amount of money that they can get from CalFresh. And we think that's a really important resource. And so um, one of the job duties that we're going to add for Brianna and myself when we cover the, um, the uh, food bank will be um, the ability to enter in uh, application for CalFresh um, and assist them and prerequisite them to make sure that they can get into that program and help with follow-up so that they can go, we can follow them step-by-step step to get that information. Mm-hmm. Great. And talk a little bit about uh, the staff down there. Are there other students that are participating in it, students that will be helping come the fall, or is it just you guys? So for now, we're in the um, process of, of getting um, people manned in there. Um, Brianna... Um, was originally hired as uh, my office secretary, but we've extamp- expanded her uh, position to include the um, the food bank, and so we've added hours to her to be able to do that. When she's not available, I'm available, and of course, Crizel Adora, who is our student worker, will be assisting from time to time. The future plan is to get either. Um, more resource manpower from externally from the school or uh, within the school to do that because the the uh, food bank is purely um, financed and supported um, mostly by my office mm-hmm. and from external sources giving us product the county right. um, as well as um, from our director of equity and inclusivity um, so it's really kind of it takes a village to create a, a program. So we're using that ideal so that financially we're not pulling from the school. It has its own independent financial structure from external or internal in the school to really keep it running. And so the plan is to get more manpower and expand as we get more manpower. Mm-hmm. And talk a little bit about the hours that it's open and, and how people can get more information or come, when should they come by or how should they do it? Brianna? The hours for summer are pretty set. Wednesday and Thursday are open from 9 a.m. till noon. And they can come by any time in the Office of Student Life in 1342. They can ask us questions. I sometimes get emails. I can also email if people don't want to come in or if they are a commuter person and they don't have class anymore because summer session, I believe, has ended. And during fall, we're figuring out the hours. We are going to try to stay later. That way, when you're done with your classes, you can grab the stuff and go, especially if we're going to be having dairies and meats. We do not want you carrying around a gallon of milk to every (laughs) one of your classes. It's not what we want. We're kind of in the process of figuring out the hours, but we're hoping to hit the campus hour, which would be in the middle of the day and also later into the evening. That Mm -hmm. way people can just grab and go. Great. So the plan is to expand out to three to four days. Uh, as I said, we'll, we'll have that figured out probably this week, and then we'll add that to all of our pamphlets and brochures um, so that um, when we distribute them out to the different departments, students can just pick that, uh, that little flyer up and have all the information they right. need in regards to the um, food bank. The other thing, as Brianna said, as the um, 
kind of removing the stigma. We're actually not going to call it the food bank starting the fall. We're going to be calling the, we still have our, our emergency ready to eat meals in our office. That hasn't changed. That's still going to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still going to be the emergency food pantry. But we're officially calling um, the food bank now uh, the Napa Valley, or excuse me, the uh, Student Life Food Program. And so um, that'll be the official start, the title starting in the fall um, so that we can, you know, just kind of give it a, an official title um, so that, you know, if we have people asking for to send donations, they can put that on their check. But. Great. And tell people we know, but tell people where you're located if they want to come by, people that may be listening that don't know where you are. We're in the bottom of the Little Theater, so we're in room 1202, I believe. Yes. Correct. And also another thing is that I, sometimes it's a little difficult to find for students, but they could always go to our office, which is room 1342 in the admissions and records right. bot office, and we could always escort them there or give them better you know, directions as to how to get down there. Terrific. Ben, Brianna, thanks so much for coming yeah. in. Thank you for having right, thank us. Thank you. Great. NapaBroadcasting.com, the online radio home of Napa Valley College.